Ladies and gentlemen, make some noise for RX Radio. Groove Cafe. It is a Groove Cafe on RX Radio and I am Crystal, always looking forward to chatting with my guests, hearing their stories, especially when they come in with a book. I'm like, even better, even better have something else to read. Mm -hmm. Now, my guest today is a nutritionist by training. She has undertaken research, knowledge management and communication for public health work over a period of 10 years. Now, she is a scientist turned literature buff and she's here with her book life in the single lane finding joy in the journey of singlehood um i have been stalking her a little bit on twitter and i do know that she's also a biker she rides a motorbike and uh, you actually do travel uh go to different destinations as yes. part of a biker group should yes. i say yes. Yes. yes so i have anita komukama joining me on the group cafe today nice to be here Crystal. it's nice to have you how are you doing great exhausted mm -hmm. You've just come back from a trip. Yes. Where did you go this time? Ah, uh, Crystal, we rode all the way to Nairobi. Mm -hmm. How uh, was that? It was a mix of exciting, scary. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And yeah, like I said, my heart is full after mm -hmm. coming back from it. For the longest time, people always had a very interesting reaction when they would see a woman on a motorbike. <laughs> They're like, ah! Yes. You know, she's really hot. She's yes. tough. Mm. Do you get that? All the time. <laughs> All the time. You pass somewhere, people think it's a guy. And then the moment they notice it's a woman, mm -hmm. you, you can hear them say, Mukazi, it's mm -hmm. a woman. Oh, my God. And then your friends, some of them will tell you, are you a guy now? What's happening to you? Wait, what? Yes, That yes. is the craziest comment. You still get that. Sitting on a big motorbike means what? You don't want to be a woman exactly. anymore? Exactly. <laughs> These comments, think first before things come out of your mouth. Yes. Okay, so Anita, when did you fall in love with, you know, riding, motorbike riding? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I think this started when I was 10 or 8 or something around oh, that. Whoa. So, you know, UBC, uh, it was UTV then, mm -hmm. used to have uh, sports programs. I was particularly interested in the motorcycle. I don't know what they're called, motocross or something yeah, like that. Yeah, motocross. So I used to mimic them. Oh. And somehow the love started from there. Okay. So I learned to ride a bicycle also about that time. Mm -hmm. But I made a note. I don't know as a child what that was about. But I made a note that when I grew up, I would ride a motorcycle. So you would get yourself a motorbike? Yes, uh -huh. eventually. So And then I, I used to see people do cross-country tours on their motorbikes. I love to travel. So mm -hmm. it was a thing. I need to travel on a motorcycle around, you know. And this was something country. you kept thinking about yes, over and, the years. Yeah. So now that, yeah, I'm grown up. <laughs> I decided, why not? This to is the gift time. yourself. Exactly. Because I feel like that's you gifting yourself. Exactly. Something you've always wanted to do. Always. And that was the thought when I got the motorcycle. Okay. Yeah. Is this the first motorcycle you got? Yes, it This is. was in 2020? 2019. 2019. Yes, 2019. I got it in 2019, but started riding in 2020 because I was afraid of it. <laughs> yes. <laughs> it's a big one. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And of course, with the other motorcyclists, it's a small one. But okay. to me, it's big. <laughs> It's a big one. I've seen it. Is it. A it's big a big one. one. Yes, okay. Yes, yeah. Do you see yourself upgrading? Because some people say that certain things when you start, yeah, you before you know it. Exactly, yes. So um, you see yourself getting a bigger bike. Absolutely. It will be my <laughs> 40th birthday present to myself. Okay. Yeah, All right. not far. <laughs> okay, okay. Yeah. So um, where were you born, my dear? 
Yeah, um, I was born in Kampala in Zambia Hospital. Okay. Yeah, and uh, I'm the first born mm-hmm. out of three children. Mm-hmm. So we lived in uh, Muyenga for quite a bit. Okay. And then moved to Entebbe mm-hmm. yeah, in uh, 1989, November. Okay. Yeah. Uh-huh. So you grew up mostly, mostly in Entebbe? Mostly in Entebbe, yeah. So okay. actually to date, and of course, like I was saying earlier, adulting happened. Mm-hmm. We left the house. I moved out and lived in Kampala for a bit. And then went back. And went back. I'm now in Entebbe. <laughs> Can you see yourself happily settling down Absolutely. to live in Kampala? No, not Kampala. <laughs> not Kampala. Not Kampala. No. Okay. So yeah. we're going to be very clear about that. Yes. Okay. And where was school? Primary school was in Entebbe. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Entebbe Christian Academy. And then I went to Mary Hill High School mm-hmm. for O-Level. Mm-hmm. And then Trinity College Nabingo for A-Level. Okay. Yes. And then Chambogo University. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Not Makere. Then I cried. Oh, the plan <laughs> was Makere. Yes. Mm-hmm. I want to tell everyone that there's life outside Makere. Thank you very much. <laughs> Absolutely. I so, mean, look at you now, yeah, right? Chambogo was amazing because... The people I met there, some of them are friends for life. Okay. So, yeah. And uh, Chambogo, what were you studying there? I did uh, food science, mm-hmm. uh, food science technology. Mm-hmm. And then I later did a master's in nutrition mm-hmm. and rural development. So okay. public health nutrition. Okay. Yeah. Is that what you were passionate about when you were like in your A-levels? Is that what you were looking at doing? No, I was hoping to be a doctor. Okay. Yes. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, I didn't get the points for it. But mm. food science was my second option. Mm-hmm. And I think it was God ordained because food science is close to medicine in a way. Yes, but it is. Food, food wise. And so. also, I feel like now a lot of medical doctors are seeing the importance of nutrition exactly. and nutritionists. And so exactly. they'll work hand in hand exactly. for whatever issue it is. They have to. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because food is life, really. Yes, yeah. <laughs> food is life. Yeah. Okay, so when you left uh, uh, Chambogo, mm-hmm. did you immediately start working? Yes, I was actually working while at Chambogo. So I was raised in a house where everything you do, you have to earn it. Okay. So there was nothing like being handed down money, Mm -hmm. you know. Mm -hmm. So at a very early age, I actually my first job was in my Essex vacation. Okay. Yes, I was just a cashier for a courier company. Mm -hmm. So every day I would take money to the banks Mm -hmm. and cash it for them. Okay. And then sit and be given anything to do so <laughs> my first salary was 40,000 shillings okay. so they would count and give me my money mm-hmm. yes but then after university or during university I, I was doing a few jobs here and there mm-hmm. earning myself pocket money okay yeah, I was able to do my hair and buy some airtime and mm-hmm. yeah and take care of yourself take care of myself okay yeah mm-hmm. then I joined after university I joined an advertising company uh-huh. different from food science Completely, so completely different. different. Yes. Okay. But it was what was available then. Mm-hmm. So I was a Did you enjoy assistant. it? I, I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it. It's actually the place that started my love for communication mm-hmm. and writing and all of that. Because I used to see concepts come to life, you yes. know, copy, writing, all that and creation. So, yeah, I'm, okay. I'm now married the two, the nutrition and the communication. So, mm. Okay, this is interesting. Mm-hmm. All right. So, um, you said your love for communication and writing. Mm-hmm. When did you start writing? Because I have your book here. Yeah. But uh-huh, when did that start for you? So we were doing house cleaning and I realized I had little books where I used to write things, even when I was little. Oh? So it started 
back then. So you found all these little treasures? Yes, and I found all of them and... I ah. hope you still have them. Yes, I do. And then you're like, oh my God, I'm so young. <laughs> yes. Your thoughts then, your thought process uh-huh. then is, you know, sweet and yeah, mm-hmm. innocent and all. Okay. So yeah, that's how it started. And mm-hmm. of course, you know, back then, uh, you don't know what your career is going to be like. You're still trying the waters here and there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Eventually, like I said, married the two and mm-hmm. yeah, now the writing and the public health nutrition okay together okay so i wanted to get into your book Mm -hmm. life in the single lane Mm -hmm. finding joy in the journey of singlehood and i was looking through it and i i landed on a quote here Mm. which is stay single until someone actually compliments your life in a way that makes it better not to be single Mm -hmm. if not it's not worth it Mm -hmm. and i feel that that's so powerful because people get married for all oh, the wrong reasons, reasons. Yes. and then they wonder why everything falls apart sometimes aha mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. uh-huh. so why did you choose to write about life in the single lane okay so first a disclaimer okay the book is not most people think i'm telling people be single remain single don't get married no no yeah. oh <laughs> you're just sharing your experience <laughs> exactly okay, exactly okay. yeah why i'm disclaiming is that's the thought, you know, out uh, there for some people, yeah. So, but also there's it, yeah. a very strong. We're talking about it just the other day. A lot mm-hmm. of people are looking at the marriage institution right now and just being in committed relationships, yes. like ah, that's like it's such a terrible thing or a prison. Yeah, when, yeah. yeah, yeah. It's no, I think marriage is a lovely thing when you, yeah, when you're cleaved to someone that you know mm-hmm. you can do life with. Yeah, mm-hmm. there's so many things that you can do together and mm-hmm. yeah, do 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 life together. Yeah. So this book, um, yeah, I came to a point in my life where the question is, when are you getting married? Uh, the, the ages, the ages, you know, every year you're adding a year, you're adding a year, but yeah, no ring, no children, nothing. <laughs> so those mm-hmm. questions keep piling up. Mm-hmm. And of course, even the pressure was on myself, okay. by myself. Okay. Uh, so you put the pressure on yourself. Very So it heavily. wasn't so much family or... In a family? Mm-hmm. No, actually. Yeah, okay. they are the take your time kind of people. Yeah, take your time. Of course, age is coming, but don't rush into this. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's just the society out there. Mm. So it got so bad that I got into relationships maybe I shouldn't have, you know, kind of thing. And then you end up even depressed and yeah, life... Mm-hmm. took a whole different turn altogether okay. mm-hmm. so of course i came out of all of that strong and decided i'm going to inspire other people i found the the answer you know mm-hmm. take your time there's time for everybody to yeah to get into all these things so after clearing myself and getting my head out of it mm-hmm. i found that there's so much to do out there while you're single yeah yeah you you have the time you can wake up in your pajamas. You can do whatever you want at whatever time. <laughs> Versus when you're married and you have children and mm-hmm. you have a husband and there's so much, you know, to do sometimes. So mm-hmm. I'm thinking, why not use this time to do the things I love to do? Because, okay. yeah, I would want to get married. But eventually when I get there, yeah, I have mm-hmm. sort of done these things. And now you're going to have all these people you're responsible for. So yeah. Yeah, so, so it's kind of like work on yourself, exactly. building your relationship with, with yourself. yourself exactly. Actually, I feel like so many people spend time uh, just distracted, Why running away ex- from 
understanding who they really are. What do you like? What don't you like? Exactly. And once you discover that and take it into a marriage, mm-hmm. I think survival rate there is is higher. It is much higher. Yes. Okay. Yeah. So when you mentioned that pressure, I was like, yes, I think a lot of women can relate, mm-hmm. um, especially for more women now who are looking at career first. So they're yeah. like, okay, let me first work. Mm-hmm. Let me first mm-hmm. build something for myself exactly. before I jump into, you know, a very serious relationship because it's a very very serious commitment, especially when you start having children. children. Yeah, that's Man. 200%. As a mother, your life is never your own completely again. Exactly. exactly. But yes, it, there's a lot of pressure. I was looking through the book. You talked about, you know, the biological clock. Mm-hmm. But then you mm-hmm. also talked about, and I feel this is so powerful, mm-hmm. the things that we are told, the setting we are giving from the time we're children. children. As women, mm-hmm. I don't know about men. From the time you're a little girl, you're being told when exactly. you get married. You know, this is this is or no one will marry you. Yes, this this, is this when you you're being prepared for marriage for that. (laughs) Right. Exactly. Mm -hmm. exactly. The other day I was driving and I found there must have been six year old or five year old girls Mm. and they were breastfeeding their dolls. And wow. that was a profound moment, like exactly what you <laughs> said, like, oh my God, we are being trained from mm-hmm. when we come out of the womb, you know. Mm-hmm. So I remember also another time my mother saying, pray for your husband, start praying for your husband now. I was in P4. Oh I went and man. cried like, why? Why are you telling me about men now? I hate boys. I kind of thing. Yeah, you know? that so, age you don't want to know. No. They're just yucky. <laughs> <laughs> So, yeah, women are being prepared and all. And then when it's not happening, Mm -hmm. like the society or the background says, yeah, we start to wonder what's going on. Mm -hmm. What's wrong with me? Yet, maybe nothing is wrong. All you need to... Because you're told you have to do this or no one will marry you. Do this or no one will marry you. And then later in life, you realize it doesn't work that way. Exactly. Mm -hmm. Or by this time, you should be. Uh So, yeah. Okay. All in there. All in there. So, yes. And then also, just starting the book, Mm -hmm. you were talking about how, like, uh, you mentioned earlier that you used to work. Your family, you had to work to take care of yourself. And from the time you were little, your mom was very determined, very serious about chores Uh and doing your part in the home. Mm -hmm. Do you feel that has contributed to who you are now in a good way, a bad way? I don't know. Um, Both ways. Okay. Good way, absolutely, because I have to survive. So Mm -hmm. I can't sit there and brood over, oh, I'm broke or if if something happens, I find a way out of it. So it it has helped my survival instincts in life, Mm -hmm. you know. Working hard. We have to work hard, you know. If mm-hmm. you need something, if you want something, you work hard for it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. On the flip side, um, <laughs> when I'm interacting with the other gender, <laughs> I come off as too, I don't know, too self-reliant, you too know. Independent. Too independent. Mm-hmm. And, and it's a problem, you know. Guys are intimidated by you. She's got it all together. She can do by herself. So, yeah. That's not the case, really. Mm. Yeah, so mm-hmm. that's the flip side of it. Banaga egos. <laughs> Why does she need me? She must exactly. need me. No, maybe I just want you. Exactly. I don't need you, but I exactly. want you, right? Exactly. exactly. So, yeah. So Two that ways. has been your experience as well? It has. When it, it, when it comes to relationships and dating? Oh, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Now that I even have the bike, I think it has, yeah, sent. Yeah, I'm thinking about <laughs> that <laughs> earlier comment, right? <laughs> now you want to be a guy? Exactly. So, mm-hmm. 
but I'm okay. I mm-hmm. I know who I am. So that's it's the fine. most important thing. You know who yeah. you are, and you're making yourself happy. Exactly. Because sometimes um, I think as women, because from a young age mm-hmm. we're taught. Uh, that we have to be nurturers. Mm-hmm. We're taught mm-hmm. we must sacrifice. Exactly. You know, you must do this, you must do that, you must change who you are, these things about yourself so someone yeah. can do you the honor of, of picking marrying. you <laughs> and blessing you with his with presence, his presence. <laughs> for the rest of your life, even if he makes oh, you miserable. Goodness. Oh, goodness. Yeah, that's it. I mean, like what you said, that quote, um, someone should make you a better version of yourself, exactly. I believe. Exactly. And um, relationships can be beautiful but they can also be ugly and, they, and we need yeah. to have these conversations yeah, yeah so how was the reception when you put your book out um both ways um because this was you said end of, end of 2020 so after covid yeah, lockdown, lockdown had you started writing it before then no actually i was doing a leadership uh, training course mm-hmm. uh, mm. with worship harvest, with okay yeah yes. so this was uh out of the graduation. Out of the graduation, mm-hmm. yeah. But the book writing was a thing I had mm-hmm. back then. So this, attending the course helped me put mm-hmm. it out there because there was a deadline, a very tight deadline. Okay. Yeah, so the reception was both ways. Most people are saying, finally, someone is speaking out on this topic <laughs> because people are struggling out there, mm. you know. I don't attend some of the family events or some events because I know I'm going to be asked, what's happening you know, you go to a place and they say, look at her. She has chosen career, you know, kind of thing. So people are struggling with that mm. quietly. Mm. They mm-hmm. don't go out anymore. Um, even to church, they say, I go and I'm seeing people walking in with their husbands and their children. And it mm-hmm. depresses me the whole week, you know. Yeah. So mm-hmm. many people's minds are into that yeah. instead of thinking of, you know, the bigger thing. Mm-hmm. Marriage is... It's and part looking, of the bigger it's thing, part right? of yeah, it's yeah. part of the entire package. Exactly. So mm-hmm. yeah, they were happy that someone has come out and spoken mm-hmm. about this topic. So okay. yeah, and it's because the chapters are on different issues single people are struggling with. Mm-hmm. There's single mom issues in there, yeah. single parents, uh, biological clock, like you mentioned, mm-hmm. and then put yourself out there, kind of thing. You know, there's that pressure. You're not. Going to the right places where the men are Pan or hangi. where the girls You're are. You're not a commodity. You're you know, not <laughs> to be on display in a shop. Exactly. So, mm-hmm. yeah, I had to talk about all these things. And, yeah, some people received it very well. Mm-hmm. Others, uh, like like I said earlier, that's why now I, I have to keep disclaiming. It was, are you telling people to be single, not to mm-hmm. get married? Who do you think you are, you know? So I say, no, read the book. Don't judge a book by its cover, like they say. So, yeah. Unfortunately, yeah. sometimes when you have uncomfortable conversations, exactly, it sounds like you're saying, oh, this is the only way. But no, right. you're just saying there's more than more one than, color. Exactly. It's not just black and white. There's shades of gray. Right. Exactly. Where we can have different conversations. Yeah. Okay, so so tell me about your writing journey. Because you said, you know, you found oh, all wow. these little books. Mm-hmm. But um, before this, you were writing. Yes, before this, um, just writing out of, you know, uh, today I feel like writing and then you just write. Mm-hmm. Nothing really much about it. And then someone told me, you really write well. Mm-hmm. So why don't you put your writings out there? So I opened a blog. I have a blog which has suffered this year. Oh my God, I have not (laughs) made any entry. (laughs) 
not the only one. Yes. And sometimes inspiration oh, is and the time and the uh-huh. yeah, all these things. Writers <laughs> block you. Mm-hmm. The casa keeps, you know, staring at you. It's blinking. So yeah, I I have a blog as well. Okay. So I put my experiences and my thoughts in mm-hmm. there. Yes. And then now the opportunity to write came mm-hmm. and I had to grab it. Okay. Yeah. And your blog, is it your name? Yes, you? and AK's Nuggets. AK's, AK's Nuggets. nuggets. Yes. Okay. Yeah. So it's linked to my uh, socials Anita Komkama, mm-hmm. uh, Twitter and Anita Komkama Instagram. So okay. there's a, a link in there. Okay. So yeah. you'd already been on that journey. Yes. Of of self discovery and speaking your mind because mm-hmm. that's mm-hmm. one of the things that scares most people like ah oh, if i say this what would people say and if i say that yeah. what would they think yes. right and i feel like um it's one of the things that it's a very interesting balance mm-hmm. in life to live where you're authentic yes and you are finding joy in the mm-hmm. things that matter to you exactly. but at the same time you're part of I don't know, broader society and community. Yes. Mm -hmm. It's like you were in class when we started this. It's like you were there (laughs) because we were told, be as authentic as you can. Mm -hmm. Your story will, you know, will inspire others. Be as vulnerable as you can. That's the thing about writing. That's the hard part. I think that's what scares most people, Mm -hmm. putting yourself out there. But hey, one, two people come to you and say, I love what you wrote about this. Oh my God, I was struggling with this. Mm-hmm. And yeah, that's very fulfilling. At the end of the day, one person's life was changed. Mm-hmm. Out of your authenticity and yeah. Mm-hmm. So, and you right. finding your voice yeah, at the exactly. end of the day, right? Exactly. Okay, so again, just a reminder, uh, Anita's book is Life in the Single Lane, Finding Joy in the Journey of Singlehood. Mm-hmm. Not saying marriage is bad, don't nope. get married, don't have a nope. good relationship. <laughs> <laughs> but you see, we want you to have a good relationship. Exactly. Right? How can we get a hold of your book? Um, so currently, I'm a kabutzel <laughs> <laughs> person. I'll bring the book to you, uh-huh. but also Mahiri book. It's okay. an online bookstore yes. and the Creaking Bookshelf. So they have a few copies okay. there. Yeah, the so. Creaking Bookshelf and Mahiri Books Mahiri as well. Books, yes. Online. Online. Okay. And but someone, Anita. And then, but someone can get in touch with you on your socials yes, as please. well. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, you've talked about writing, sharing your journey, being vulnerable. Mm-hmm. Um, now that we've talked about your blog, mm. <laughs> uh, I'm hoping we'll get back to that soon. We have to because I have to share the But there's experience. still a lot to cover that is there, right? So apart from... Um, uh, writing mm-hmm. what else are you doing that you know you enjoy mm. that fills your life i am a hiker mountaineer really oh person. I mountain climb climbing yes. oh my god <laughs> okay anita uh-huh. too much adrenaline <laughs> to go around <laughs> yeah so i belong to mountain slayers uganda mm. this is not a paid <laughs> So yeah, we hike. Okay. Uh, it's now become almost every month, every two months. Mm-hmm. So we're out there hiking. Mm-hmm. And then in a year, we climb maybe two mountains. Mm-hmm. And by mountains, I mean the big ones, Renzori, yeah. Kilimanjaro, and, and all of that. So yeah, I also put my energy okay. in that. When did you climb your first mountain? Um, my first mountain was in 2018. Okay, and yeah. that was? Uh, Sabino. Sabino is one of the Virungas in, mm-hmm. uh, in Chisoro. Okay, yeah. and so, how was that experience? Oh, that it time? was scary. Scary? <laughs> <laughs> scary, you don't sleep the night before wondering what am I going to do. And then when you get to the foot of the mountain, mm-hmm. wow. Yeah, the yeah. thing is staring <laughs> back at you. 
So we have a rule. Uh-huh. Respect the mountain. Respect the, the mountain. mountain. Okay. Yes. And it will treat you well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you don't just come and say, you know, I'm a runner. I'm two feet or what. Everybody has to respect the mountain. Uh-huh. So, yeah, slowly you start to ascend. And mm-hmm. Well, you know, that what's that saying? Uh, the phrase, every journey begins with, with a, a single step. step. Exactly. I can only imagine exactly. that looking up at oh, a mountain. Trust me, your bowels will move. Everything will be all <laughs> over the place because you're scared. No, really, the thing is, looking at you mm-hmm. so yeah it's clearly quite addictive right it's, it is addictive you so you get to the top and you're thinking oh that was it okay i did this i want the next one <laughs> <laughs> there's even a cartoon <laughs> they're showing someone really trudging and sweating and and all of that you uh-huh. get to the top and then there's a higher mountain and you're like i want that i one. want that one <laughs> so that's how addictive it is mm-hmm. yeah but when you climb mountains it changes your outlook on life mm-hmm. because I'm sorry we put out nice looking pictures out there you know you're on the mountain but we never really share the experience climbing that mountain it's mm-hmm. really really hard Okay. so many things happen to your body because as you gain altitude mm-hmm. you know there's lesser oxygen yeah the air is thinner the air is thinner so you're sick you're you know, you lose your appetite, you're dizzy. Mm. It's, it's called altitude sickness. Mm-hmm. So all that kind of stuff like you have to go through. But the moment you conquer this thing, it opens your mind up. Right. You come back down and you look at life differently, you know? Like, yeah, I can do this, you know? Everything that hits you, you say, yeah, I can do this. So, that makes sense. Yeah. I mean, whatever challenges come your way, you're exactly. like, okay, I, I just need to take the first step. I can tackle this. Exactly. I can handle this. Exactly. Okay. And, and you find your way around somehow. Okay. Yeah. So for me, that's what... That's, that's a takeaway. Exactly. Okay. Yeah. I need to just bring you back to riding a big bike because you said you want to get a bigger one. Yes. Upgrade. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, oh, okay. Yes. Um, but yeah, do you feel like, because um, you talked about, you know, being able to go and climb mountains. Mm. So that sense of travel, mm-hmm. you know, that love for travel is yeah. also one of the things that has pushed you to do these things. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. it has. Yeah. So travel opens your mind for me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You go it and absolutely see. does. You see so much. You're exposed. Even travel to Karamoja. Come on. I'm not even talking about you going to Australia. Yes. <laughs> yes. Going to Karamoja. You don't just hear, you know, in Karamoja, X, Y, Z, you see for yourself Mm -hmm. and yeah, it changes your entire outlook on life. You know that there are people like me, but different cultures, different experiences and different things out there. So Mm -hmm. yeah, that's what travel does, opens your mind. And through travel, you make friends, you, you, you network, you do all kind of things and your life is full (laughs) full (laughs) as well yeah well Anita thank you so much for joining me today on the Groove Cafe Uh, thank you for bringing in a copy of your book you're welcome and yeah looking forward to seeing a lot more that you're doing yes on the blog especially Uh (laughs) (laughs) that pressure yes I need it (laughs) thank you so much thank you for having me Groove Cafe